In today's show, it's time that we talked about esports. Hi everyone, it's Enzo here. Welcome to another edition of the Race Driver Coach Show. I don't know what I was doing with the microphone then. I've messed it all up now by putting it close to my mouth. But I just felt like I had to emphasise and highlight that we're going to talk about esports because I've had a few questions now gathered and I couldn't find them because I keep getting emails and then losing them. So I apologise to everybody out there that sends me a question via email because I'll tell you what happens. I'm on the plane, just about to take off. Someone sends a message an email asking a question for the show. And I think that's brilliant. That's a fantastic question. And then I go on the flight, forget about it. I get back a week later, come back and I can't find the damn thing. I don't know which because I've got like five email accounts. I don't know if it was actually an email or a message and I end up just losing most of them. So if you do send a question, make sure if I don't answer it and if I don't do a show on it, um, make sure you email me again or message me through YouTube itself. That's the definite way that I'll see it. Because if you comment on a video, I always look, it pings me. So I know that every single person that leaves a comment on a video, I'm going to read it. And I'll try and reply to them all as well, as you've probably seen. So if you can't get hold of me, just try a different channel because there's so many now. I must have 10 different ways you can get in touch with me from emails to Messenger to straight on YouTube, Facebook. They're everywhere. Twitter even. And I don't really use Twitter much. I use it every single other day, but not really like I use the others. But just try everything if you want me to talk about your topic. And today's topic, take a deep breath, Enzo, is esports. Now, a lot of people in the industry, old school people in the industry, they poo-poo this. They see it as being people just playing computer games, wasting their life away, not really being true race drivers. Because, you know, you look at an esports driver... He's overweight or she's overweight. They, they'd never be able to drive a car. We can't take them seriously. But let me just say something to you old school people right now. Esports is evolving. Motorsport, if anything, in, in a lot of countries is going this way. Esports is going this way. Why? Because of the damn price. The, the cost to race a car now, it used to be sell your four bedroom detached house and you pretty much got a racing budget in a high category about 20, 30 years ago. But now, if you sell your house, probably gets you the first month payment on this big championship that you want to go for. So it's difficult. It's really hard because we can't provide value to sponsors as much as we used to. We still can, but we've got to be more switched on and do B2B now, not just a sticker on the car. So it's harder to actually get the sponsorship because there's not much that exposure for your championship. Plus, companies now can spend 10K. That's a lot of money. 10k on Facebook advertising and that will get them much more customers than you will spending or they will with you spending 100 grand. They get return on investment on all this social media where people are looking all the time. They're not looking at a race car. They're looking at social media. So if they advertise on there for a tenth of the cost, they'll get more return on their investment. So this is difficult for race drivers. I hear you. I know everybody's struggling. And there's a lot of you out there turning to esports just because... Well, if I'm going to be a world champion at anything, I can do that. I can do that for five hours a day at night when I come back from work or school. I can get this craft down. So it's becoming more serious. And now you're seeing people getting paid. 
Esports in other things like Call of Duty and all the other things we're seeing, FIFA, they're getting paid, I think, seven and some people say seven figures. I haven't seen it myself, but they say the sponsorships out there now, the big boys that are winning, the world champions, are earning that much more than most F1 drivers. So this means now it's a viable route, not only to make cash, but also to get into racing. Like what McLaren did recently when they held a competition to all the esports people out there saying, we're going to hold a competition and the winner will become an official McLaren F1 simulator driver. We'll give you a job role. We'll pay you to come in and do the simulator for us, which is great because then they pick an alien. They pick this person who's great at being very success, uh, to be consistent lap after lap after lap where race drivers aren't really that great on simulators normally. They have to just work as hard as everyone else because it's different. There's no feel. And a race driver without feel, it knocks them off kilter. It really does. It's a bit hard to get your head around. So you can see why a lot of race drivers are getting their ass kicked by these esports people. So that brings me around to giving advice for this new route into motorsport, this new path. And I'm taking it seriously. I'm taking it that seriously that I've just started a, an esports academy. And actually, this the end of this month, on a Saturday, I think it's 24th, I think it is, 24th of November, I'm going to be bringing in two esports drivers, and I'm going to basically <laughs> use them as my guinea pigs and just see what they're like compared to a race driver and then coach them as I would a pure race driver, whether I'm preparing them for F1 or IndyCar or even tin tops. I'm going to actually do it there and then to these and see if it works. And if it does work, I'm going to kick off this academy, invite all the esports drivers I can to help them improve and to help them with their career because it is becoming a career. I'm serious. The more we go into VR, the more we, the computers are improving, the more this is becoming a very viable route for all of you. Again, I'm going off on one, but I, let me just tell you that I take it seriously. And the best advice I can give you guys out there, the people that are out there and they're every day playing, they're on I, playing. How dare I say playing? They're on iRacing because I'm just going to say iRacing because iRacing for me is the most serious one. It's the one that's got more consequences when you make a mistake or you cut a corner or you hit somebody, it punishes you and your name's up there. You know, if you look on there, Enzo Mucci, my name's there and it's like, I can't hide. This is how crap I am <laughs> on a simulator. I'm here for everybody and everybody's the same. So you can't really use a different name. Um, so it's, it's like it is really you on this virtual world. So people on iRacing specifically, I've got something for you and people that take it seriously on any platform, on any game or simulator. I want you to treat it like you are a race driver. So when you go into every single test session, it's not just like a normal esports driver would and just say, right, I'm going to go for my best lap time. And they're just chasing this lap time. Right, I'm going to try and set up the car now. Right, I'm going to enter this race and trying to get near the front, I'm trying to have my first race wings. I haven't had one for a month. I'm trying to get it now, going to go through this race without picking up an incident and getting a penalty point. See, they're all outcome goals. Now, as a race driver, something that I teach and a lot of other coaches teach, it's not even to focus on the win, not to focus on the end result, because that is a result. What we've got to focus on, save that to chain, right? A storyline or a mathematical equation, I'll do it from your side, you get the result at the end. If you go into a race focusing on the end, who's looking after this bit? You're just going to drive your guts out. You're just going to push the braking areas harder, trying to chase this, looking at the delta, moving, getting stressed. 
That's not how you create a result. You create a result by taking care of these parts. And if you take care of whatever leads, whatever adds up to create the result, you're going to get a better result. For example, if I'm going into qualifying and I think, right, I want to get pole position, then I'm going to overdrive. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to get stressed. However, if I just go there knowing what I've got to improve on, let's just say I've got to improve on my vision. I've got to make sure that I stop looking at the apex all the way to it and then look up and guess where the power is. Instead, I'm going to look up a little bit earlier. That's all I'm going to do for this qualifying session. It's a technique change. And as an experiment, I'm going to, because that's here, right? The beginning of the equation. It's just a process. I'm going to focus on the process of what's most important in this qualifying session. And if I do it right, my result is going to improve. And it makes me feel more resourceful. It makes me feel more focused on what's got to be done in order to get the result. I want you to do this. Whether it's a race, you know, you could say, right, I'm going to perfect my racing starts. So I'm going to enter this race just for that. And then give yourself a secondary goal. I'm going to be more consistent. I'm going to make sure that I execute on every corner one at a time and focus on that and not let myself go and get distracted. I'm thinking, oh, there's someone in the mirror or my lap time's this. I'm just going to focus one corner at a time. That's my goal for this race that I'm going into. Again, it's a process goal. I want you to be process driven, not results orientated. Now you hear Senna and people like this saying, I've just got to win. I've got to win. I don't care about second and all this. We take that we paraphrase it and just mean all we've got to care about is winning. Loser is the first, uh, sorry, second is the first loser. And we just see it that way. But that makes us charge. We've got to be more methodical. If we want to do this correct, we've got to say, okay, the end goal is to be X position, whatever. But what person have I got to be in order to get that goal? What mental focus have I got to have? What are the key things that I must execute in order to get that? And that's all you think about. So if you go into your next practice session, you have a goal. You're not just going there to learn the track and get up to speed. You're going there to do things like see how fast you can get up to speed to your level. Always go with a goal. And if it's a mental one, that's fantastic because that's pretty much more my area as well. If you know that you get stressed under races, so when people are behind you, when they're catching, you've got the You've got the screen on so it shows you how far the car is behind, the relative. And you can see that each lap, it's now 2.6 seconds behind. The next lap, 2.1 seconds behind. And you feel yourself getting angst and you start to make mistakes. Then I would suggest that you don't go into your next race thinking, oh, I'm going to do the best I can. Instead, you say, I'm going to combat that. I'm going to be, I'm going to have the goal of remaining focused, concentrated and confident no matter how close people are, no matter how quick how much quicker they are than me. If they're catching, I'm still going to remain focused. I'm going to control my breathing and throughout the whole race, I'm going to keep that. If you do that as you go into the next session or the next race, that again will allow you to perform at your current best. Because I don't want you to be afraid of, oh, I'm not good enough. I want you to be really comfortable with your current best. If somebody beats you, so what? Probably means they got a better setup or they're just driving the corners a bit better. They got their head around it. All you got to do is learn how to do that. But if you concentrate on how I can improve myself mentally in the next time I'm going out, what would it be? What is my current weakness? Be really honest. Be so self-aware that you can tear yourself apart and say, right, I know 
I hate to admit it, but I've got this and this and this that needs to improve. And if I do these three things, or even one thing, my results will be more consistent and better. And then I can gently get better over the next few months. Invest in that, because that's how a race driver approaches their season, approaches their racing. So if you are serious about being an esports driver, I think you've got to start to learn from race drivers. I think you've got to start to approach it like they do. That's why I started this academy that I'm doing now, because it's like I can see all these guys, they're not doing what the motorsport world have done for so long now. Half a century, people have been racing and they've already got this down. So how about you doing any sports? How about you bringing that level of professionalism to esports where all you do is focus on yourself? So tell you what, if you do this, you'll chip away and you'll be the most complete esports driver that you can be within 12 months. You'll be there. Instead of still, because I bet if you think back 12 months ago, you were still like making the same errors that you make now. You may have got quicker. You may have got a better understanding of how to drive them, but I bet you've still got the same damn flaws. If so, then that's what you've got to focus on. What are my flaws? If I could look, at, look above myself and look down as a coach would, what would be my areas that I need to improve? And then when you've got the list of them, you can mark yourself out of 10. This is a great way, sorry to go off again but if you say to be the most complete driver to be the world champion you name four things that, that world champion must be good at mentally driving all the areas what must they be good at world champion esports driver and then you take them four areas that you mentioned them qualities them attributes and you mark yourself out of 10 in them areas that allows you to access the truth to say actually yeah I can see that mentally I'm no good and then you say why because I do let myself get stressed because I do start to lose focus and think of other things perfect because now you'll work on that you'll make it a goal and you'll put it into the very next practice session that's it and then you brief yourself afterwards or debrief and you say right how did I do and you monitor it you can even give it a, a score out of 10 for that and a comment. And then go into the next one, say, right, this time I'm going to try breathing down the straight, down the straightaway and just do a nice deep breath, smile, look at the next corner and start the next lap. So you keep yourself on that. Every time there's a break, you do this. Every time there's a straight, sorry. So you're not turning anything around corners. You do this, nice deep breath, get yourself recentered and go again. And you're just doing that as an experiment to see if it works for you. Then what happens is you're doing your 10,000 hours. Instead of just going out there and racing and not really improving and crashing, you're going out there with a specific goal that's gonna stretch you, a stretch goal. Can I do four laps without being distracted? That's your first goal. So you go out to do a practice session and you do that. And if you can only do half a lap, you know what you've gotta work on. That's really working on you. I want you to take this on because no matter what you do in life, if you start to focus on the result too early, you're going to get stressed, you're going to push too hard, you're going to get anxious, you're going to give up, frustration comes. And it just won't, you won't make a career out of it. But if you want to be serious, it's the equation. Before the result, you take care of that. You focus on the process so strongly that nothing else can really deter you. If somebody else says, ah, you're rubbish, you're not as good as me, say, fine, I'm just finding out why I'm not good, but I'm working on it. Boy, I'm coming. <laughs> Keep that in mind. If you're starting a business, same thing. You focus on what you're quite not good at yet and your strengths, but you work on what you're not good at, the weaknesses, and you turn them into goals. You make sure that you approach them in the next session. You set a goal for the next session and away you go. Got it?
Improve yourself as an esports driver and this kind of mentality will help you in life. And if you do make the transition to cars, you're pretty much there already.